Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. All right, welcome inside the PGP, everybody. The Permission Granted Podcast, which is the show within the show, of course. And you can always get that on iTunes simply by searching DA and CBS or Permission Granted Podcast. It's on both those feeds. Also, it's available in its own iTunes feed and on our website, daoncbs.com. So, the Permission Granted podcast has taken on a life of its own because of all the promotion it got on the WFAN web stream. We've talked about this as an ongoing storyline over the last month and a half, maybe two months. It appears our great national nightmare is over because you were alerted yesterday that they have now stripped all of the other promos off of WFAN.com that we have done, you and I have taped, and instead now it's singularly about the PGP. That's the only promo running. That is what I was told, is that bosses, I guess, got enough backlash from those listening, or maybe they just got tired of listening themselves to hearing you over and over and over again, and their loophole was, I guess we put so many... Uh, I guess promos in the system that they only want to promote something that is available on play.it, but not also directly CBS sports radio program. Cause that would be, I guess, counter programming to WFAN. So only our permission granted podcast, which is a soul, uh, I guess, living on play.it and not the show's podcast, not the YouTube page, not up the gut, not wards winners, not any of it. We've all been taken down. And the man responsible for the promos who I, apparently was doing his job and coming to us and asking us for material was now, I guess, laid to the woodshed and yelled at a little bit for allowing this many promos to go by. So digital, our digital content guy was the one that came to you and told you this is the deal. This is the deal. We need promos. We need something to live on this WFAN stream. No, but I mean recently when he said it's all done, it's all over. Yesterday. Yesterday. So, So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, I was told on Monday that he, I guess, got a talking to first thing in the morning on Monday, uh-huh. and he had to go delete whatever wasn't time-stamped and take it out of the system. So I overheard one of the guys in sales talking about this. Not directly to you, talking to... No, no, down the hall. Okay. And I heard him say something about DA's promos. They're not running that much anymore. They're no, there's only one now. And so nobody ever came to me. So I came down the hall... And I was like, wait, wait, did you say the promos are done? And he's like, yeah. And he was a little bit squirrely about telling me, thinking that I was going to be upset or angry. But this whole thing has been a joke to me. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, I don't have to have hate mail every single day anymore because you guys are actually doing your jobs. As I've been 
saying, I was caught, <laughs> we were caught in the crosshairs between apathy and incompetence. Yes. There was both apathy from the business side that who cares what's going on the stream, and we're not listening to the listeners that are emailing incessantly. We don't we don't hear them. We don't know what's happening, or we don't care. Right. And incompetence of the digital side of things, not knowing how to prevent something from running over and over and over again. Well, you would also say the sales aspect of it, not... Of incompetence, that they, they didn't right. sell those spots. Right. Yes. Like, not pitching it to any people trying to buy spots, like, oh, we have this many people that listen to the stream, yes. you might want to buy some web. So that's why this was always funny to me, is that everybody hated me, but it, I was only taking advantage of a market inefficiency. So, <laughs> right. I was like Moneyball. Not only were you taking advantage, you were also helping out people around here. You were helping out the incompetent, you were helping out the apathetical, and you were helping out our poor, not-to-be-named guy who had to make the promos. Everybody needed this done, and while everybody else bailed and jumped off the ship, you were going down with it. I was the 2003 Oakland A's. I had I I was gonna I didn't have a good payroll I didn't have a high Scott payroll Hatterberg. I just knew that if we did this this way we could figure out a way to get to the playoffs right so I'm gonna have to have eventually I'm gonna have to have an, a, a conversation with the management I went back to Turnoff's office today because I wanted to talk to him but of course he's already at lunch because I'm gonna say why didn't anybody ever say anything to me because at first it was we were operating in silence right nobody knew it was happening. Now, suddenly, all of the promos got ripped ripped away, which is fine. I can understand why. But nobody ever came to me. I had to go to the sales guy that I overheard down the hallway. Right. Nobody came up to you and said, hey, would you mind stop making these promos now? Or, or... just so you know, we're going to have to limit them. And just so right. you know, you're going to have to tape it. Only a PGP one. But it's like everybody was either scared of me or didn't know it was happening. Or it was just, like, ridiculous. Yeah, the whole thing was just weird. And I guess because everything spiraled out of control, when it came to promoting a podcast, if you're listening online and it's easy for you to click over to Play.it, I get that that's what they want, the Permission Granted Podcast. But the ironic part, as we are now on the Permission Granted Podcast talking about this, is it's a show about the show. So it kind of, from that, when we had this forum, why wouldn't we promote the regular show on it and everything like that? So for them to pull all of it without talking to us about it, it was just everything was just so weird about it. Well, and now this is the most ironic part about all of this. They are going to limit us to only promoting the Permission Granted Podcast, which is a show specifically designed to talk about a radio show that's not on WFAN. Right. So in a lot of the same ways, it's the same counter-programming argument. I mean, we're just... This is a half hour we do every week promoting our radio show. <laughs> right. Well, it just shows you maybe they're not listening to the Mission Granted Podcast. Maybe well, they're not aware that's what it is. They're like the NFL. They're making it up as they go along. And here's the, the truth of it, because what you said is true. You went back to Chernoff's office, and no bosses have since talked to us, and salespeople are talking amongst themselves, and only our, I guess, uh, promo guy who's been putting this in told me this. Let's hope we're getting the, the right story on this, too. <laughs> Let's hope he just doesn't want to put in less because we are trying to get the we were getting to the point where we were going to put in our own promos so we could control it and put in good stuff like that. That's still the case, and that was something brought up by the promotions guy. Oh, I think that'd be great. And all of a sudden, like I, the moment we start talking about that, he gets squirmish, and then this becomes what's going on here. It's this whole hysterical. thing is just it's a we're living in a bizarro world where it's just like who's who and who's talking behind somebody's back. I honestly think that we change the tide of web streaming at the fan forever because maybe it finally brought into focus how could you not be selling that how could you 
the, the sales guy that I finally talked to said something along the lines of they have like 300,000 listeners a day to that, which is more than most radio stations get on terrestrial radio. Right. How could you not sell that audience? And like this should come to the forefront. Hey, man, we have so much space on the web stream that is going to dead air that we could run the same promo 20 times. Like right. that should be instantaneous money. Right. In a business where some people say, well, where's the future headed and how could we sell this and how could it keep making money? Well, obviously there's money to be made. Why don't you wake up? Like uh, people are listening online. People are streaming radio more than ever before. Uh, Yeah. And we don't need to hear me necessarily (laughs) plug up the gut five straight times in between Mike Francesca's show. So they told us that it changed on Monday. Right. But I'm still getting hate tweets. So, but they've, they've gone down to a trickle. So I think that Maybe people are still resentful out of all the ones that already played and they hear one of mine. Well, I would also argue that our system, and this is really going to sound like politics, or the web stream system is so corrupt and so... <laughs> it's corrupt. So screwed like up. City Hall. Right, so screwed up that who knows, like, they might have literally taken these out of rotation and they could still be playing. Like, because who knows what's going on once these promos have been put into whatever system and cloud they have. It's broken. Right. The system's like, broken. Obviously, you're going to pull them out unless they're going to be played, but I wouldn't be shocked if a year from now you hear a, something you put in there, you know, two months ago. That's a good point. Like, because there's no explanation for how this works. Yeah, I was pulled from the system. I don't know how that fired off. Like, nobody seems to know once these things are digested into a computer somewhere, like, how this is happening. Yeah, which is why I want to sit down. I demand a sit down. <laughs> I do. I want to sit down. I'm sure that that's what they want. You sitting down to talk about the uh, Well, promos. I mean, you've seen me in this instance before. It hasn't happened in a long time. I've uh, Thankfully for me because I sink in my chair real quick. I have I have taken a back seat to a few, but but when there have been problems with digital or social media or stuff I, I, I'm just like, how can we be this incompetent? We have to be better than this. Digital is like when you grow up and you have, like, let's say the sister or the aunt, the uncle, the cousin that is at every family party and you'll get along with and you'll play poker with, let's say, or watch a game with, but you're constantly fighting throughout the year. Mm. That's what digital is to us. Like, there's always a stupid fight, but I guess almost like you're obligated by blood to stick with them and always see them and, you know, have once in a while have a smile with them. That's what digital seems to be like. We've had a good run for a while, but mm. now mm. we could be getting to another fight. Well, this is at, at, at least it's not the social media digital. The social media right. digital I had a real problem with. This is who, by the way, emailed the, emailed the whole staff today and used me and you as examples of what should be done properly. That's right. Yeah, because our show does everything better than every other show. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just, just the fact. Right. We outkick our coverage every single day. And, you know, th- this whole thing is really not about CBS Sports Radio. It's about the fan. Right. So, you know, it's it's less about it's less about incompetence on our side. It's more about incompetence on that side. Right. But um, I, get our, I guess the great national nightmare is over, and the promos are now down to uh, just a precious few. And now I'm going to get real creative with our one promo. Real creative. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I've got some diabolical thoughts on this. You know what? I'm going to be surprised. I don't want to know. No, you shouldn't know. And let's not leak them here. I'm not going to leak it here. Because you should hear them on the promos, and then you'll come here. That's right. Yeah. No, I, I got some stuff that I'm workshopping in my mind. Okay. Yeah. I could live with that. So the second part is, yeah, so now our our social media team on the CBS Sports Radio, which, which actually they've done a very, very good job over the last calendar year. For sure. Very, very good. They want us to uh, kind of streamline the everything, and they're 
They're putting yeah. on a full-court press here, I guess probably for football season to get yeah, because, stories out. because of all the interviews that we do on the shows, on all the shows on CBS Sports Radio, they want to make sure that when the stories are being written, that they are out there on the Facebook and, and everybody's tweeting them, but we do that anyway yeah, for the most part. That's probably for other shows. For other shows, and then they made a point of using my Twitter and your Twitter as examples of like, so-and-so would put out this, and it was more or less like, we're already doing that anyway, and I guess it's... They're trying to direct people to look at what we're doing. But then they also brought up that they want to do more. I actually think this is a good idea, just a matter of the time. Sound like Shep there. Good idea. Good idea. They want to do cross-promotion. So let's say myself and you and from the CBS Sports Radio Twitter account from the DA Show Facebook page, we put out. We had Jacob Hester on on Tuesday. Okay? He had a good time. Uh, Had a good time. Had a really good time. Talked about Leonard Fournette. That's what the write-up was about. And you could see that on DA on CBS.com. Let's say uh, Tiki and Tierney have... Bruce Arians on, right? And we happen to find something interesting that Bruce said. Matter of fact, we do this a lot with Soundcheck Anywhere where we might play a sound clip from somebody's interview. They would like shows, if anything intrigues us, to also tweet out like, hey, check out our colleagues, Tiki Tierney. They had so-and-so on, which I am all on board with. I think that's a really cool idea because I don't think, if I I had to pick one floor with CBS Sports Radio, I don't think there's enough cross-promotion done. Mm. But I want to make sure, you know, if that's being done, if we're if we're going to be the ones to take charge, myself or you, and, and we do that, hey, check out Gio and Jones and so-and-so on, I, I want that done in return for us as well. And I hate to be petty like that, but I hope that's the case. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. No, you want to it's, it's a good one idea, hand to wash the other. Yeah. No, it's a really good idea. So, so that's where it's at with the social media thing right now. Yeah. So they're trying to put on a full-court press, and uh, understandably so, because let's face it, this entire industry is now turning into social media heavy, and that's how you get stuff out there on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, I think largely sports radio is still behind the, the curve on all of this because sure. it's, it's run by older it's run by old white guys, and they just don't use social media the same way that young people do. So, you know, hopefully it changes, but I'm glad at least we have now this push going on. Um, let's get to the block party. Uh, we, we, we've gone so <laughs> important thing. We've gone to the block party a little bit on the air, but let's start here. Anybody that we should know that showed up that our listeners would know about any only Mike Carver, Carver high from Pharrell on the bench was the only member of CBS sports radio to show this year to the block party, which usually there's a, a pretty decent amount. I would yeah. say there's a, it's a good sampling, but this just seemed to be a busy weekend for a lot of the people here back at the shop. So no had, Kenny Brock, but he he showed up before. He's shown up before. No Peter Schwartz, the first time Schwartz ever missed it. Wow. Um, first time I missed it. First time you missed it. No Jay Berman, he had a fish concert. Uh, James Ward was in Block Island. Joe D'Aloisio was in La La Land with his girlfriend. He was at, like, the Jersey Shore again or something like that. He is just madly in love there. Madly. So, you know, you can r- rattle off whoever else you want that might have popped through in past years. But, yeah, for the most part, none of those guys could come this year, hmm. which was fine. It's not like... Put it this way, I'm I'm able enough through friends and family that I don't necessarily need to lean on everybody here as much yeah. as I love you all. I mean, there's still plenty of people there having a good time, but that part of it, you know, stinks from the standpoint of it'd be great to have you guys there. Or even as much as we make fun of Schwartz, there's always an incident involving a Schwartz every year. I mean, I think a Schwartz like him or his kids, right? I believe one of his kids was punched in the face two years ago. Oh, one was kicked. One was oh, one was one kicked. Was karate, like kung fu, kicked in the stomach. Right, and then one <laughs> of them a, was there was a fight of the dunk tank. The dunk tank. One of them one year was running around my parents' house naked. So we missed that. That's always a good moment. So all of that stuff was definitely missed. There were elements missed that CBS Sports Radio talent bring to the table at the block party. Well, I want to know 
where did the young guns fall on this? Was there a bunch okay. of young guns out as like a celebration at the end of the year type thing? There were, I would say, about five or so of the young guns present. Our quarterback was not there. Floody Ice was not there. Wow. Out in the Hamptons, Montauk again with his girlfriend? <laughs> I think he was actually at Fire Island. And Big Zach, who we've talked about on the air, who will not stop on the ice loose. OCU Manura of the defensive line. Had some kind of camping thing in Pennsylvania. So he was... so as. A lot of all-stars were missing. Like, mm. this one of those years you look around and you go, it was like, wow, a lot of guys didn't get the votes this year, huh? <laughs> no, we're all this Chapman <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, but there were plenty of young guns there, and uh, some of the new young guns that we've brought into the fall as free agency is now passed were there. So a lot of them drinking and having a good time. So the obvious next question is, free agency has passed. You have made your roster. That sounds like Mr. Six did not make the cut. Well, the problem is Mr. Six has already been declared out for the fall season. Is that right? The Achilles injury. This was always weird about the Mr. Six free agency So thing. it does say that it's a legit injury, though. Right. So we had always questioned, like, he definitely hurt something, and he definitely hurt his Achilles, but he was talking about joining us and, and leaving his team. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if you tore your Achilles, like, NFL players aren't back for 12 months. How could you be back <laughs> in two months to play? Because, mm. you know, it's obviously a fall and a spring. It's not a full calendar year. So he tweeted at me as recently as last week, I'm officially done with small blocks. The next time I step on a football team. Whoa. I should have brought this up in the air. Next time I step I would on, say. <laughs> on a football field, will be with another team. How is that not the cold open? It should have been the cold <laughs> open. And I I think I quote tweeted, like, whoa. And he is definitely pushing to be a young guy. He's asking what division we'll be in in the spring oh. and all this other stuff. So he is keeping in touch with me, and I would not be surprised if we see Mr. Six on the sidelines for several young gun games this year. It doesn't mean he signed to a contract. doesn't mean he's on the team. But he seems pretty smart enough, which is all ironic because this whole thing started with him punching me in the face, Sure, to realize if he wants in on the team, he wants to be around the team even while he's hurt. And doesn't want to be forgotten about because if we play a whole season here in the fall and he's not a part of any of the controversy and he's not on a rival and he's not even on our team, well, you know, the news cycle changes fast. Absolutely. And the next storyline comes up and we don't have a Mr. Six. People, by the time spring hits next March and we're looking to make whatever roster adjustments, people are going to go, Mr. Six, ah, does he even have anything? We haven't seen him in months. And I think you kind of get pushed aside. But if he's there and constantly on the sidelines, well, he's a reminder of what could be there for us in the spring. You're right. You know, it's wow, this is fascinating. This is like when Phil Sims goes down week thirteen in nineteen ninety and Hostetler right. takes over. Sims is still on crutches in all of those games. Hey, exactly. Don't forget, I was the starter for the first eleven weeks. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does. He's got to be at games, and if maybe he'll go and be in silence for another team, and then we go. You know, maybe it wasn't meant to be. But if he really pushes the envelope and he's at Young Guns mm. games, he's gonna be slapping hands with everybody hanging out. I, I know for me, and I can't speak for the other captains of the team, that would show me, like, man, this guy's banged up, doesn't have to wake up on a Sunday. He wants to be here yeah. in the spring. And how could you not then even more consider it come springtime, right? I mean, how would you not? So the injury made things easier because you guys were not able to come to con- a consensus on Mr. Six, either one way or the other. Yes, and as a matter of fact, our other number one receiver, Bagels Gilly, has now dropped out of college and is returning to Long Island to play with us in the fall after it was rumored he was going to head back to college. Oh, good. That sounds like a good career move. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of looking out for the best interest of the kid, we are like, all right, hey, we're going to a Super Bowl. So, What's he going to do now? He apparently got—I can't believe we're getting into this in the PGP. He got a great, a great <laughs> summer job working HVAC. 
where he okay. was making a lot of money, and apparently it translates to the owner make it where he can make like eighty grand a year doing this. Well, and from what I understand, and I could get this seeing his spaciness in the huddle, not the brightest twig on the tree. Where he wasn't really going to school for a plan; he was more or less just going to school to play sports. So if he had no plan and he has a better job opportunity now okay. than he would have in two years, the way I was sold it, I get it. If that he pass, finished two years of college, yes, he has a two-year degree. Oh, he, he did, does. Yes, he got the two-year degree done, but he could have finished the other two and kept playing baseball. He's going to keep his sports, uh, if you will, what do you call it, competitive instinct with the young guns while working full-time and, and what, join the workforce. What does he do with HVAC? I don't know. I'm not inside those vacuums. I don't know what's going on. HVAC's like air conditioning and stuff, right? Oh, okay. I think. I don't... Whatever it is, he's got a situation figured out. All I know is he's going to be scoring touchdowns with the Red. And the point being this, now that he's back, I think the odd man out on the offense, if, if Mr. Six was healthy, would have been me. Oh! So that would have been rough. So I have to see how this season translates now, if you will, with Mr. Six. Because anything could happen where, you know, <laughs> somebody else is off the team... But it would have put me in a hard spot. If I had pushed for Mr. Six to be on the team, it could have backfired, and I would have been off the offense. Age back is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Okay. So yeah. Wow, I took a shot in the dark there, and good. I was right. So, so, wow, so Bagels Gilly, out of college, into HVAC and the young guys. HVAC technician. Hey, that's a good job. That's a good career. That's, if, that's if what he's looking to do. a stable job, look, that's why you're supposed to go to college, to get a... And if he's making that, that's much better salary than most people make coming out of college. Exactly. So I have no problem with him doing that. And especially, again, if it gets us a Super Bowl ring, selfishly, I don't care if he never gets a degree. A lot of happenings in that. We also just signed a lineman from another team, NWX. (laughs) We're plucking people off rosters. Got a lot going on. When's the fall uh, season begin? September 10th is the opener. We will have a a preseason game, I believe, on August 26th. To get all the new pieces together, yeah. take Labor Day weekend off, sure, and then we're back at it September 10th with the kickoff classic, and away we go. Kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I uh, I feel bad for Mister Six. He's he's got to be on the sideline, but uh, he needs to show the commitment. Yeah, I'm almost contemplating too. And I shouldn't leak this for league. Signing him in every week to see if he has a miraculous recovery no. by December. Maybe we sneak him in on the playoff roster. Because if he signed in, he's a part of the team. Maybe that's the route I go. And he comes out like T.O. did in that wow, Super Bowl. yeah. The leg injury, like, I think I can give it a go here. Could, and even if we use him in the red zone as a big target or something like that. Could you imagine if you get all the way to the playoffs and then suddenly Mr. Six is on your team, what type of addition that would be? Right. And again, he doesn't have to run every route. We get inside the red zone. We're going to bring in for your hike. Go get a jump ball here. And we that's how he gets his Super Bowl with us. Being unbelievable. Something I've, I've pondered here. <laughs> I'll present it here before the season. Wow. Expanded September roster. You bring him up. Well, the thing is, they don't know if he's not there or not. Well, they should know if Mr. Six is a big star in the league. <laughs> but if he's listed on that roster every week, they can't question it. No ringers. Can't question it. But doesn't that take up a roster spot from you? We're allowed 20. The, the max cap is 25 roster spots. We usually carry about 18. Oh. So I always have that flexibility of seven extra <laughs> spots. So that's why you've been, what you've done is to create some cap flexibility every single week. Of course, because there's long to have that roster spot open. Anything is possible. So if that guy's Achilles is good to go in December, or maybe not even good to go both ways, <laughs> and I get a couple jump balls out of him that win me a ring, I'm all in. Yeah. I'll come off the field for that. Sure, you got the height and speed, get out there. Go leap for one. Championship would mean that much to you. It would mean so much. So, again, I can't believe the offseason turns quickly, <laughs> and we're ready to kick it off here again in a couple weeks. I feel like we just called that game. It's that was June. We've already been through a whole month, two months. This is a short off season because of the late run. Mm. 
So we're ready to go here. The team's hungry. We're chomping at the bit. It's like when you go to the NBA Finals, then you realize, oh, my God, we're playing until late June. Right. That's exactly what happened here. So a lot of one heartbeat. We already have the T-shirts being printed. Really? Yeah. The gym's been great. The music's been pumping. Training camp's opened. We're good to go. We're healthy. We're healed up. All right, that side A of the PGP got the body Bilotti on the side B? Yeah, the body Bilotti will go more into his Trash Tuesday take. And uh, I want to tip my hat to Pete the body Bilotti because I think he's made a turn on the show. So we'll discuss mm, that with him. Okay, very good. That's right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome to Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B on the Permission Granted podcast that you are listening to now and can be found on play.it. Pete the Body Bilotti, not wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt today. Instead, uh, what would we call that? Like one of those cat stick things that they gnaw at? You said a 1970s couch. A 1970s couch. Was that the shirt I said? Yes. Like a 1970s couch. I love keeping track of Bilotti's button-down shirts because some say summer, some say grandma. Well, I, I like to be different. You and do. You clearly do. Everyone wears the everyone wears the uh, checkered um, Old Navy uh, roll-up-the-sleeve uh, button-down shirts. So I do something different. I like that you do something different. And it should be noted we were taping this in a auxiliary studio. Not the obviously not the studio we usually do the DA show in at CBS Sports Radio, and I am currently sitting in a chair with two arms, but one of which has See that? has like the total plastic ripped off. Like this right. arm's close to falling off, and you are standing. And there's another chair in this room that has one arm. So this takes us to Trash Tuesday of this week on what would have been August eighth, two thousand seventeen. This Pete's about to sit in his seat, I guess, with one arm. And you brought up something that I think needed to be addressed. Damn right it did. We have had. All these chairs, I would say, have been the chairs since the beginning of the network, and some pre-network when there was just WFAN in this uh, floor and building. Uh, and by network, I mean CBS Sports Radio. No, no, and- by network, I mean Emmis. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean back eighty. Let's go to eighty-seven. I mean, um, you know, all those, all the companies that helped start WFAN. Going back to then. Right. Well, the thing is, I haven't, I don't recall. And again, I used to work overnights for a couple of years. I worked evenings, and now I'm in days. You're, nobody's ever here 24 hours a day, but I don't recall at any point in my, I guess, five years at CBS Sports Radio, forget the FAN times, where I saw a new chair get rolled through here, where I saw, like, any kind of delivery of right. furniture like this. Well, well, first of all, these arms aren't exactly the... the, the sturdiest? Sturdiest, yes. They, right. I mean, they're peeling. They're right, not, and you can hear it shaking. I'm going to shake it right by the mic. Right. You can't even adjust them right. Like, right. There, there's normal chairs, like... I'll, I'll sacrifice rolling on these chairs for a sturdy chair with arms. Which I thought you very funnily said. Funnily. Said you don't even care about padding. You don't need anything. And the truth is you you might be listening to this going, you know, well, what's the difference in a folding chair with no arms and this? It's different. If you're in like a high-perched uh, desk chair like we are, there's something about resting the arms because we're always sitting, you know, moving the microphone. You can't do it. And then on top of that, when you don't have any arms, like Darwin Zook's chair had no arms. All right. Okay, maybe you get used to that. When you have one arm, it just becomes really strange because oh. one of your arms resting, the other arm's like hanging off. It's it's almost like being on a boat without a life jacket. You know, you just you're hanging out all over the place. But the reason I bring this all up, Pete, I thought it was interesting that you did this on Trash Tuesday and we brought up the real problem here because I think it hopefully gets to the bosses listening, like, okay, all right, the uh the <laughs> troops aren't happy yeah, with the right. furniture situation. <laughs> they are currently 
and I know this has been discussed on Geo and Jones for the last week, constructing us a new newsroom out here, yes. okay? What currently looks like a, either a mash tent or... I know everybody's made the Breaking Bad thing, or if you watch Dexter when he wraps everything in plastic, I, that's what it looks like. I say the set of E.T. when they started, when they were fumigating the house. <laughs> right. That's what it looks like right That's here. what it looks like. So there's a giant tent right outside our studio. Like, you walk into you can't walk three feet, or you're going to have to walk into basically a giant, huge tarp garbage bag. So we don't even know what it looks like in there. Like, it's a big mystery. One thing is clear. It's definitely smaller than the newsroom we have now because they're changing that to offices for people and everything like that. Long story short... Are we getting new furniture for this newsroom? I will say no. Okay, I think yes, because you're moving new corporate bosses who have not been in this building, have not seen us slums, have not seen you wearing Jimmy Buffett shirts from uptown Manhattan or midtown Manhattan downtown to where we are. They are going to be here now right next to us taking over our old newsroom. And now we are going to be in this new newsroom. Are they really going to walk out and be proud and look around and see the crap con- conditions we're working in? Now, now they will get new chairs. <laughs> so that we won't get new chairs. So do you think do you think they don't care? No, I just don't think that um, the I don't know if the funds are, I don't know if they rather, My funds are low. No, I don't know if the funds are low. I don't know if they want to put the funds toward that. I think they want to put it toward other things. Which good. I can understand. In some respects, if I was them. But you would think they're going to come in and see these chairs deteriorating. Like, before yeah. you know it, we're going to be sitting with our legs crossed on the ground. Right. With the microphones 10 feet above us going, this is how we're doing radio. Now, now something I've seen before is is regular stools. Now, like, like Oh, my stools, back would be killing me. I know, but it's... There's a lot it, of fat slobs in radio, Pete. <laughs> those are built more for studios that are meant to always stand up in. Yeah, well, you just need a quick lean or something. Right. Now, our studios are kind of like that. I usually operate little stand-ups, sit-down, but I I think I stand... I'm a big sitter. I think I stand up more than most on that board. You do. But uh, probably, because considering the people around here, everyone probably sits down. Um, No, it's just... But it's... I mean, it's something that it needs to get to the point of where there's no arms on chairs for things to be addressed. Like that peeling chair right there, that chair should be addressed. It should be just right now, you know, like or or set it up where you're putting plastic on the chair so no one can do anything to them. You know, <laughs> like, grandmother's seventies. Like we're gonna put plastic on our chairs so no one touches. Them. <laughs> Makes no sense. Right. And now, Pete, that's very funny. And now I want to kind of transition this and something I have noticed behind the glass because I, as I said, this is the fifth year of the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Now, DA obviously hosted all over the place, Boston specifically. I wasn't with him for those years. But on the national level, I've been with DA since the day one. I have seen Kenny Brock on the Wheels of Steel. I have seen Steve-O, Planet Steve-O Moralia. I've seen James Ward. I've seen Joe D'Aloisio. I've now seen you in a full-time base. That's five full-time guys next to me I've worked with on top of the countless part-timers and all of that. Everybody has had a role on the show. Uh, some people have taken longer to get into than others. I think as we hit August here, you have really found a niche on a couple things. Number one... You feel a lot more freely to express yourself behind the scenes to me, which I love because you make me laugh, (laughs) even if I'm not in a good mood. And today, or on Trash Tuesday, I I gotta call you out on top of your, after you went on your whole rant about chairs, Darwin Zook steps up to the plate, trashes the length of MLB games. I didn't have a problem with you turn around to me, and one of the funniest things you said to me goes, you know what, next week I'm trashing Darwin Zook for that trash. You had a real issue with Darwin Uh, Zook's trash. Darwin Zook, I like Darwin Zook. You know what? Listen to a tape. Listen to a tape. Listen to get an idea of what our our Trash Tuesday is. 
You know, like, well, I don't think he was that bad. Major League Baseball. All right, I love baseball, but you know what? Give me something a little more, a little more juice. Everyone hates the pace of play. But give me something. I mean, really, give, something to, about your dog, about your cat, about your girlfriend, lack of girlfriend, something, your mom, your dad, anyone. So you want to trash family members? Just don't give me pace of play because you're talking street, pro- street corners, street signs. Your problem stores, is something. You're, it's just such a boring topic for you. Oh yeah, well, because everyone's talked about it. Give me something that's different. I'll say this for for Darwin. He came up to me with a couple ideas pre-show, and I had no problem with anything. I think Darwin does a good job. He does. I, I I'm not I'm not knocking his him. his job. You're knocking right. his trash Tuesday. Right. He's better than what Kevin Dexter, who works for us, did, where he He's just boring. totally opted out of Trash Tuesday. Can we have it? Nothing's bothered you your whole life, really? <laughs> Ever? I mean, you're 20-something years old. When you were six, did anything bother you? Give me anything, Kevin. How, how about the fact he's boring? Okay. Can we trash that? Wow, so Pete's trashing Darwin, trashing Dexter for being boring. I will also say another way you've come into your own as well, Pete, is now you are very quick on your own drops back there. Oh, yeah. Now, for those of you who hear, like, the little sound bites that DA will play, he has a machine and, you know, a little wet, a little drippy. He'll play all that stuff and have a good time. There have now been several ones that are not in that system, and I know because I put them in the system. Repeat, you have your own Rolodex you're building on the show and dropping them in there, which I got to be fair, as good a job as Joe D'Aloisio did, Jolton Joe, as James Ward did, as Steve Moralia guested, <laughs> nobody has done that on the show since the overnight days with Kenny Brock, where like he just had a feel in and your anticipation for something DA is going to talk about and being able to drop that in there, I think is invaluable to the show, and I think the show is becoming more entertaining for it. And I don't know if anybody out there is listening or maybe it's subconscious and they're not picking up on it and they're laughing while these drops are being played. But I think credit needs to be given to you, Pete. I really got to tap you on the back there. Well, I appreciate that. I'll be here all week. <laughs> It's no, it's just it's just something that I I felt I've come into my own, especially working with Gio and Jones and 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 moving on to here. I think um, mornings you need to have it loose. I think, and I've always said this. I've said this to you mm-hmm. about sports. Now, I feel like we're heading more the entertainment route, and or it has been, or it is in the entertainment route rather than the sports news. Now, you would get you would you're definitely going to break your news. You're definitely going to get your inside scoop. That's what you're going to get here, but you're also going to get more of a entertainment side of it, and that's what I go for. Well, if you're in your car listening or you're walking around, you're at the gym, wherever, and you're popping a song, whether it's on the phone app or on your radio, you want to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Woo! That's not my problem, huh? <laughs> you want... Oh, come on. You want... <laughs> I'm going to trash that. Oh, you want... that joke. That was terrible. <laughs> you want to laugh, and we're hoping we make you laugh, and I think you're doing a good job of laughing. All right, I'm going to wrap up the PGP before I blow my nose all over this microphone now, Pete. You can follow you on Twitter. CBS PDB. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Uh, thanks for living. Uh, thanks for listening. And this living. wasn't this wasn't Booger McFarlane. This was just me. <laughs> a good day. Thanks for living. Have a good day, everyone. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.